play a game. They're here. <laughs> Here's Johnny. <laughs> Welcome to my world, bitch. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho <laughs> And when you're down here with me, you float Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Welcome back, everybody, to Friday the 14th Podcast. I uh, hope you are having a fantastic morning or evening or whatever time you're listening to this. Uh, if you don't know, if you're new here, this is a horror movie review podcast. And I'm one-fourth of your host, Zemo Sawawan, Bronco. I'm two-fourths of that host, Mr. Fuentes. Well. Three-fourths. Of the host, the bad guy, Nick H. And, uh, <clears throat> and to close it all off, I'm the fourth of the four hosts, um, Manny Fresh. PH and the Freshes keep that shit balanced. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a Freshest name. I just try to be like y'all. Uh, how's y'all's uh, week's going? week going? Um... Pretty good, pretty good. Um, you know, more like closing down and reopening, closing down and reopening of cities oh, and states. Oh, yes. Yes, that's what this week has been. A bunch of confusion and chaos. And oh. all those people going somewhere. Dang. Is what people? <laughs> Give me ass for just one second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me ass for Nick. Nick. Nick always gets it. Nick understands. Um, <laughs> it's a man. It's been crazy, man. It's been crazy. Like I mean, we were in the phases of opening up, and now we're back to closing everything back down, and cases are rising like crazy. Uh, where we're from. So <laughs> for those of y'all who may be listening to the podcast whenever you do, just just know that shit's happening and it's still happening and it hasn't stopped. And I hope it does soon. Yeah, I mean, I was telling one of my friends, I was like, uh, yes, I have those, Franco. You shut your mouth. Anyway, I was telling one of my <laughs> friends um, that... <laughs> that yeah like uh they're the reopenings happening a lot of states so of course more mingling of people so of course like people are still gonna get it like um it's just not gonna die away for the most part but if you do look at like a lot of the cases the deaths are actually going down since the start of all this so people are actually recovering more than deaths are happening we are catching more cases but we are having the least amount of deaths, which I think is really, I think what we really should focus on. But on top of that, I feel like any of the other countries, once they open up again, like everyone that was like basically becomes a carrier, everyone else is just going to get sick. Like, it's just going to be that thing. We're all just going to have to get sick, get immune and move on with life. That's just my personal opinion. Like, plus on top of that, apparently it's called like asymmetric, like, transmission like we're like if you get the cure just like we spread bacteria we spread the bacteria of the cure to each other 
or not cure, but like the resistance to it, or what is it called? Like the antibodies, the antibodies that make you resistant to that sickness after you get it and fight it off and become healthy again. So, I mean, that's a thing as well. So, I don't know. I think it, I don't want to say it's an overreaction. I think it's the right response for the most part, but eventually it's just going to have to spread and just kind of die out on its own. We can't just hide away all the time forever. I'm going to catch a case. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about the virus. We're talking about the virus. What? We're talking about the virus. <laughs> We're talking about the virus. Okay. Anyways, y'all want to get right into it? Yeah, man. Let's just jump right into this, baby. This week's pick is my choice. <laughs> it's one of my <laughs> one of my favorite. Who touched you? <laughs> this is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Probably actually my favorite horror movie, I believe, actually. Um. I, I gave you a hint of what it was, guys. It's directed yeah. by Wes Craven and was written by Kevin Williamson. It is Scream, the 1996 horror slasher <laughs> oh film. Hmm. You want to do the Scream again? I was waiting for you to do the Scream again. Oh. There you go. <laughs> I thought you were doing the uh, Michael Jackson uh, movie. Oh, no, that was... <laughs> For sure, for sure. Sorry, I don't know where. Okay, <laughs> 1996, West Craven film, Scream. Talk to us, Franco. What's good? The cast and crew. It stars um, Drew Barrymore as Casey Becker, who was only in for about what 15 minutes or so. Yes. Yeah, she was the she was the well, I wouldn't say the first victim, but she was one of the first victims. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, also starred Neve um, Campbell as Sydney Prescott, David Arquette as Deputy Deputy De- Deputy Dewey, Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers, Matthew Lillard as Stu, Rose McGowan as Tatum. Skeet Ulrich as Billy Loomis, Jamie Kennedy as Randy, and the voice of Ghostface himself was Roger L. Jackson. It was a pretty much relatively oh. unknown cast. Wow. Except for like Courtney Cox, I think, at the time, and Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah. buddy, Courtney Cox. Yeah, everybody oh. knows her in uh, that horrible franchise, that horrible. Um, Sitcom Friends. Again, I don't know what's wrong with this man, and I don't know what his hate towards Friends is. <laughs> the, the views and opinions of <laughs> Yeah. I guess when you don't have any, you hate anything that has to do with it, huh, Franco? <sighs> yeah, pretty much. Did you did you say Matthew Leonard? Lillard, yes, Matthew sir. Lillard. Lillard, Lillard, did Lillard. you say that? Lillard, yeah. Leonard, Lillard, Lillard. Lillard. Yeah. Lillard. The guy who did, who voiced famously Shaggy. Played him and then voiced him. Yeah. Played him and then voice. I think, yeah, who played? That's what I meant to say. I do drugs, guys. Don't listen to me. It's all right. No, because he did voice him as well in the like the reboot series in like 2011. Hell yeah! Thanks for saving me. Don't worry, I'm loaded on facts. I got you. 
You're keeping me balanced, man. Putting that pH in that shit. We have to do that. We have each other's back. We're all <laughs> together like a high school musical song. Sorry, go ahead, Franco. Matthew Lillard was like my favorite part of this whole movie. Yes, one of my favorite lines comes from Matthew Lillard, but I'm not gonna say it yet. We could um, wait the for the favorite favorite scenes part. Uh, yeah, the the synopsis is a year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. And uh, yeah, y'all want to talk more about it? You want to get right into favorite scenes? Uh, I think yeah, I think we're ready for the favorite scenes, huh, Manny? Uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, we're ready for the favorite scenes. Hell yeah, let's talk. Who wants to talk I, uh, about their favorite scene first? I'm sorry. I want to go last. <laughs> you want to go, go last, Franco? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I'll start talking about my favorite scenes if y'all want. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go so ahead. everybody knows, spoiler alert, if you do not know, we spoil the hell out of each movie. Uh, Haven't yeah. seen this movie. It's been out tonight six. So like, what the fuck are you waiting for? Exactly. Uh-huh. Unless you're like a, <laughs> these new gen kids um, who just prefer not to watch anything good. Uh, I think this was we watched this on Tubi, right? This one's a free one on Tubi. This one, it's not on Tubi anymore. They took it what? off. Like what? Right after I watched it? <laughs> okay, so I, I started it. I started it and everything, and then I was watching it in pieces, and then I went on it yesterday to finish it, and it was gone. And I was like, "Yo, what?" So I had to find some random site that probably gave my PS4 viruses. Yeah, <laughs> you got AIDS. You got you got it. virtual AIDS for sure. <laughs> because um, <laughs> i'm just i don't know i just i'm not gonna i'm not gonna rent it i'm not gonna rent 3.99 i'm just not and not saying it's not worth the rent it's just like come on man <laughs> you know a streaming service picks us up i know that you said hbo max has it right uh franco or no yeah. it doesn't no wait does it have stream? it does it does, it does? It has scream one yeah. two and three Ooh, and that's because Tubi had scream one and three um but as, yeah. as a kid, like, uh, I didn't watch this movie whenever I was, um, it came out because I was only one years old, but as a kid, I remember seeing on, I think, Showtime, um, Scream 3, like, the ending. I always saw the ending for some reason. Oh, for real? And that movie just, like, stuck with me. Just, uh, I think it was Scream 3, the ending where the door closes and she just keeps looking at it and leaves, like, um, a cliffhanger for maybe a part four, which eventually happened. Hmm. And that movie always stuck with me. I'm like, man, I need to see Scream. I think I didn't see Scream until maybe I was like 12. Okay. Hmm. I just remember, I remember seeing it countless times only because I guess my older sister watched it a lot. And um, I would sit there and watch it with her. And that's why, you know, I have the ghost face Funko Pop in all its shining mm. glory. It's vaulted now. Um, yeah, it's worth like eighty bucks. I'm pissed. Yeah. I want it. <laughs> it's what? It's worth like eighty dollars now. Oh yeah, and you own one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh Me man. Him and Nick. When, 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 time, when time gets when times get hard, man. <laughs> yep. Right. Just pull it out. <laughs> no, put it away, <laughs> man. <laughs> I was gonna say times get hard every morning. <laughs> <laughs> We have like no uh, female listeners, like at all. All like, we do is make guy jokes, no, like the entire well, time. We have four percent. We have four percent. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think we may. You don't know because we, bro. 
Girls are dirty. Okay, if you think that guys are bad, no. <laughs> I would say females are. They they Damn. are, and they just try to hide it and make us feel bad for talking <laughs> stupid. They just they just have a way of hiding it. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, let's make him feel bad. You know what I mean? But in reality, they're they're just like sophisticated about the fact that they do dirty shit. So I, I, I'm not I'm not listening to that crap anymore from females telling me that, you know, that you're wrong for this or that. Just shut shut up. You know damn well you are bad. We're all bad. Okay. Already on that for the fresh rent already. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you are listening though, if you are listening though, we do greatly appreciate that you listen to us. Yes, we are poor dudes, but um. I mean, shoot, you'd be surprised what, what girls find fun to listen to. So, so yeah. Statistics. My like, favorite scene. One. <laughs> no, just one phone. I'm sorry. Go ahead if you want, man. Go ahead. Um, wait, did you ever say yours? What was yours again? No, no I, didn't, I didn't, didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> All right, go ahead, man. I got it. Okay, so um, my favorite scenes, okay, it was stuck between Jamie Kennedy and Matthew Lillard. But it went. It ended up going to to Matthew Lillard because it's the whole scene towards the end of the film where he's like, "My parents are gonna be so pissed at me, man. I'm gonna be in so much trouble." You know what I mean? Like, like that's just so funny because I was like, he's the tallest character in the film. You know what I mean? He just overshadows Billy. If you pay, like, he's a tall dude and he's just sitting there like, "My parents are gonna be so mad, man." And then like, whenever he starts crying because he got stabbed too hard, and he's like, "I'm feeling a little woozy here," like. That's, I, I, dude, I just love those scenes. Like that, that's my favorite line from the movie. Like, I'm feeling a little woozy here because I, I start to feel bad for him, even though he's an asshole and I shouldn't feel bad. I feel bad when he starts to cry because you can tell he's like genuinely scared and I, he doesn't know I, what the hell he's doing. I thought about that scene. Like, as it was happening, I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, you know what's funny to me is that, like, they don't really make it too obvious if it is obvious but he might have been like a little not all there just to begin with mm. like he might have just been actually like partially handicapped and was being taken advantage of by the other guy by uh, what's his name Billy? By Billy? Billy? Yeah Call like Billy. he was probably just being manipulated by this guy and you know he just started killing people with him and i felt bad though that made me sad because like that's the only reason i felt was kind of feeling bad i was like oh he kind of like he didn't really know what he was doing he was just doing what his friend wanted him to do and then now he's in the situation where he's probably gonna get in trouble <laughs> like but he he doesn't <laughs> he dies <laughs> in, instead yeah uh dies yeah, that was uh that was actually gonna be my favorite part uh, of the movie was the was the ending where he just was like yeah, Phil looks like bleeding man, Phil who's here, like uh, <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. That's um, my new rap name, Lil Woozy. Lil Woozy, <laughs> Lil Woozy, oh. what's good? What's good, Lil Woozy? You should make beats <laughs> and call yourself Lil Woozy, no, and no, then. No, no, no. Every tag, every tag is like right there. <laughs> right? Oh man! All right, I'll see y'all later. <laughs> no woozy here. <laughs> I'll feel a little woozy here. 
You know, that's a great idea, man. So we trademarked that. Okay, whoever's listening to this damn podcast, it's been trademarked. You understand? I'm not trying to take okay. it. No little woozy in here. <laughs> I can't take the name or the or the tag. We we we've already claimed that. I'll fight somebody. Can't I don't wait. Care. Can't wait till the hit comes out. It's gonna drop. Hey, hey, I'm feeling a little woozy up in here. Oh, <laughs> calm down. My speakers are burning. Oh, oh, damn, damn. It's been that heat. But uh, woozy in the woozy. Yeah. Those are my favorite scenes. Matthew Lillard, I genuinely love you, bro. You're you're a cool dude. If you ever get the chance to listen to our podcast, please do. I want to hug you. You just seem so genuine. But yeah, definitely. I'm I'm trying to think about it, but like, I don't know. I guess some of my other favorite scenes besides those were probably uh, Jamie Kennedy. Who did he play again? Um, Damn it. Where is he at? Let me get his name. Uh, Randy. I forgot it. Randy? Randy, I think, right? Yeah, Randy. Um, he would, like, basically, like, say the all the plot of what's going on during the yes, movie. Yes. And, like, it was basically, it was almost, the way it was done was, like, even, like kind of satire. Like, the movie itself was satire. Mm-hmm. Where he'd just, like, say, like, well, yeah, in a basic horror movie, this would happen. Or, or obviously, the the father is a decoy for the real killer because uh, he would be the most obvious bait to use. Like, And then yeah. that kind of like ends up being like the ending synopsis to the whole thing. Uh, yes. Or what, what they were planning on doing. So I thought that was pretty funny how they kind of like... It was almost like he was like a character that didn't even belong in that world. He was just a guy. Well, he was a fourth wall. It was like he was a wall breaker. Like yeah, he was wall. a wall. Like that, that's what he was there for. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, just to make kind of make fun of the whole horror movie idea, like that, him and uh, Deputy Dewey, like Deputy oh, Dewey, yes. to me was like, he was like a cartoon character stuck in a horror movie. I agree and it with was, that so badly. And it was weird, like it was weird watching his scenes because it's like he just seemed so out of place and everything. And I totally understand now why scary movie did such an over exaggeration of his character in their in their making of that movie because like that's kind of what he looked like to the regular viewer just obviously way more exaggerated uh in the scary movie movie but yeah it was pretty funny which also brings me back to a line that uh what's her name sydney says she's like yeah, if I were to play a horror movie, who would play me? And I was like, Anna Ferris, that's who plays you. You are Anna. That's who you're. That's who plays you in in the remake of your life. Anna Ferris plays Sydney Prescott. <laughs> Pretty much. That's that's funny stuff. But yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. The the uh, the the idea of this movie was to like be serious and at the same time mock every horror movie. That hadn't previously existed. Um, but I wanted to point out a few things that happened in this, but I don't want to do that until uh, we get the favorite scenes out of the way. Of, For sure. Um, so who wanted, I think Franco wanted last, right? Nick, Nick, what was your favorite scene? Well, besides the opening scene. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, 
I I do love the part when uh, Billy does quote, uh, "We all go a little crazy." Um, was it um, quoting uh, Norman Bates? Cycle. Mm, well, yes. Um, <sighs> which I remember because um, when I watched this movie, I was watching the whole trilogy back to back. So, oh shoot. Okay, so you went on a little binge. And to be really honest, uh, scary movie. <laughs> kind of, I don't know, just kind of over. Because I watched that way more than the original Scream, so mine's going a little blank. But I, I, I do like towards the ending of the, the movie also. Um, of uh, Matthew Lillard. I think the the ending and the beginning are the most two iconic scenes in horror with um, Casey Becker, Drew Barrymore dying. And then with Matthew, I think Matthew Lillard, like I said, it's really great. And his um, whole scene at the ending was perfect. I love the whole, I'll be back. I'll be back. And um, uh, he had an improvised line as well. Whenever he was uh, uh, crying I think uh, Billy threw him the phone, and he wasn't supposed to throw it at him. And he's like, "Your dick." <laughs> I thought that's probably the most hilarious line. But um, my favorite scene was uh, Randy in the movie in the movie store, um, pretty much going crazy, saying that you know we're all a suspect. And uh, his line with Billy saying, "You don't think that guy's a, uh, you don't think that guy's a killer?" The whole scene was pretty great. It's funny that you mentioned I was about to throw that in. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's that scene. And I was like, oh, Franco said it. Yeah, that. I mean, um, Manny took my scene in the begin- the ending. And <laughs> you took my scene in the, the beginning. So I take that scene. Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. What's going on over there? So this is... Uh... So those are all of our favorite scenes. Favorite yeah. scenes. Well, I mean, honestly, the whole movie is a uh, great. It's like every scene with Matthew Litter was my favorite scene. Every <laughs> um, scene with um, Randy was my favorite scene. Dope. <clears throat> Did you want to talk about what you're gonna say, Manny? Yeah. Okay. So this movie was directed by Wes Craven, who also made the Nightmare on Elm Street films. And yeah, um, buddy. those uh, they are referenced at the beginning of the movie when he's asking about scary movies and they're talking about Freddy and then Michael. And then I believe they even say they say Jason, which she's wrong about the question. It's Jason's mother who's the killer in the first Friday the 13th film. But uh, one thing that I thought was really cool is that when the principal is inside Henry Winkler's in this movie, which I love. I love Henry Winkler. <laughs> um, he's the principal. And there's a scene where, you know, somebody keeps knocking on his door inside uh the, the school after they shut it down early because of the deaths that were taking place. And he goes outside and he says, you little shits. And the janitor goes, the janitor goes, what did you say? And the janitor's dressed exactly like Freddy Krueger. And he's like, oh no, Fred, I'm not talking to you. I just thought that was really cool. Uh, what's it called? Like a little nod from Wes Craven. And then like, another... that was actually a play by Wes Craven. What? What's up? It was actually a play by Wes Craven. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like a Stanley Camille type thing. Oh, okay. So it's Wes Craven that's Fred. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Okay, that's even better then. I'm, that, that just adds to it. 
Okay, but yeah, uh, on top of that, though, at one point, um, uh, a Rose, I'm going to call her Rose McGowan. That's her real name. I forgot her name from the movie. But she goes, what is this? Some kind of Wes Carpenter flick in which she mixes <laughs> Wes Craven with John Carpenter's name, which was also really funny to me. Another thing that I wanted to point out is that they mentioned E.T. in this film, and Drew Barrymore is in the E.T. film. So that was kind of like weird for me because it's like, wait, Drew Barrymore just died. She's the, the daughter in E.T., and now you're mentioning E.T. in this film. I don't know. Those are little things that I wanted to point out. They're, they're pretty cool. Uh, it definitely made the movie <clears throat> more enjoyable for me. It's just the fact that this movie runs on basically every horror play. It's a movie made off of like like uh, every horror trope is thrown into this film in a way, you know. And uh, that's why I like Jamie Kennedy's character so much as well because he kind of just carries the movie. He's like the narrator but not the narrator. You know what I mean? He's like the the, the snowman at the beginning of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, that's who Jamie, K- Jamie Kennedy's yes. character was. But um, yeah, train Jack Frost. <laughs> I definitely love uh, that. The funny thing about all the, the mentions to horror movies, it wasn't in there by Wes Craven himself. It was actually written by Kevin Williamson, who was a big horror fan. And the reason he wanted the whole movie written and, and um, made in the first place, well, he needed money. And two, um, he wanted the movie made because he wanted to see a movie exactly like that. Wow. That's dope. Yeah, I think he wrote part mm. one and part two. Or no, part one and part three. He wrote two of them. Or no, I think he wrote part four as well. He wrote three of them. And he skipped one of the movies. Hmm. Probably the third one. I think it was the second one, but I don't know. I think it's like one of my could have been the second one, one because like he. Second one. I feel like it was the second one because at the time he was making uh, what's it called? Both. Uh, 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 I know what you did last summer's right. Yeah, I think so. I feel like he maybe had stepped down. I mean, you're writing two movies around the same time. That could be confusing, especially since uh, half the mystery gang is in both of those movies. Um. <laughs> what's it called but okay so we we mentioned all our favorite scenes did, did y'all have any like scenes that y'all that, sorry that was my stomach did y'all have any scenes that y'all <laughs> did y'all have any scenes that y'all hated in this film or disliked I I didn't have any scenes I think they tied the whole movie together it was like if you if you try hard enough there's no plot holes um in it and uh mm. you know you were race for the whole movie the two killers if you go to it, you can see, you know, the reason they have Billy in the room with Ghostface along with, um, the fuck's the name again? Stu in the same room as Ghostface as well. So you have them both at the same time. Mm. And, uh, I don't know if y'all caught anything on, but you could tell who was the killer whenever it was happening. I think Stu, uh, would have raised his, uh, knife before he stabbed him. And, um... Billy would go right for the slit. Hmm. So, like, at the beginning, the one that killed um, Stacy Becker was um, Stu, and he even mentions it, that, you know, that was his ex-girlfriend or whatever. So, yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah, and they have her hanging, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that was... That was gruesome. And then you I get think the, go my ahead, go ahead scream. I think my least least favorite scene, and I wouldn't say it's like my least favorite 
for really any particular reason. I just thought it really kind of played on the whole. It was not cheesy, but uh, Randy ready kind of like basically playing out everything. But at the very, very end, he was just like, this is the part where the killer pretends to be dead, but then jumps up for one last scare. And then he jumps up and then like uh, Sydney shoots him. Uh, it just seemed too cheesy to me. I don't, I don't know. It was weird. It was a weird scene. Like it was weird for him to even have to mention that. And then like knowing this guy was alive, heard that and was like, I'm going to jump up anyway. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like it was weird. It was weird to me. I don't know, man. I just like I was like this is really I was I was kind of dumb. I like everything else made sense, but that one was dumb to me. <laughs> I think I I hated um, Billy because his whole thing was like I just want to have sex, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to have sex with Sydney. Like that was his whole motive. Like if you love me, it's been a year, Sid. Right? Like like dude, like calm down. You know what I mean? Like. And that, yeah. that's why you don't have sex in horror movies as 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 what's it called said you don't have yeah. sex because then you, you die but he had sex with Sydney and then he died yeah <laughs> the opposite happened he died because usually it's yeah. the victim right or the victim the the protagonist yes a protagonist But yeah, that's pretty much like my only little like thing. I think everything else in the, this movie is pretty solid all the way through, to be honest. Yeah, this movie's pretty solid, Franco. I enjoyed it. Well, I'm glad because I'm gonna lay on it right now. My next uh, two picks are gonna be Scream Two and Three. Oh, spoiler! We might as well you know just did the trilogy. Sucked, actually, to be honest with you, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's a, isn't it a, it's a four film, four film series. Yeah, there's the four film that's a... forgettable. Hey man, it was still, it was decent. <laughs> the, the TV series is great and they're about to make a fifth one, I think, in production. Yeah. yeah. So far, only David Arquette signed on. That's all that's you need, David be. Arquette. <laughs> so when is uh, Ready to Rumble going to come up, uh, Ready to Rumble 2 going to come out? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you know that was one of my favorite movies as a kid. I really liked that movie. Why? Why are you even on this podcast still? <laughs> hey man, this is mine and Manny's going. idea. Yeah, I'm gonna jump off. This is too, like, everybody's being too mean to each other. I'm not about that. I'm gonna go. I have ready to rumble. I just haven't seen it yet. I've seen parts of it. <laughs> Wasn't he also in C-Spot Run? Yes. I, have, I haven't <laughs> seen that go. movie. There you go. C-Spot Run. Anyways, That's, Nick, you have oh, a favorite... Eight-legged, eight-legged Freaks. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, freak. Eight-Legged Freaks. You have a least favorite team, Nick? Uh, on the top of my head. No. My phone fell. <laughs> I was watching The Exorcist, and it got me thinking about you. <laughs> About how I can turn my whole head around. <laughs> I was watching. My least favorite scene is that when when Sid uh, gives it up to Billy. Anyway, there Talks you go. About doing a porno. <laughs> it's like why um, are you play so hard to get? 
Yeah, Billy was definitely like a manipulative asshole the entire movie, and then Sydney still fell so for like his dumb shit. Yeah, I guess that was just like the whole take on like the good girl falls for the bad boy. Uh, yeah. That was where they were going with that. But um I I did enjoy this. It's been forever since I've seen it. Uh what's it called? It was a good pick, Franco. Um I I don't even remember the sequels. I, I do remember bits and pieces, but not fully, so I'm pretty excited to watch something that I haven't seen in forever. You wanna uh know some facts about the movie, some interesting facts? <laughs> Well, it, dude, what are you doing, man? Tell us. Uh, y'all know how Matthew Lillard got his part as Santa? How? He was um. He was a company. His a company. Company. Is that you say it? Company. A company. Yeah, like he was yeah, going with somebody. Yeah, it was a company. His then girlfriend to an unrelated audition at the same building, and a casting director, uh, Lisa, saw Lillard and. Said he'll be probably be perfect for the role if he wanted to audition for it. Damn. So that's how he got the part. He pretty much was seen. She saw him and told him to audition for it. Damn. He's got all the look. He's got the look. All that big dick energy as soon as he walked in. It's like, I need him. <laughs> you look like a shaggy. That's <laughs> And uh, the score, the person who did the score was uh, relatively unknown. And the Billy, because he, got... he scored. <laughs> <laughs> he scored. He shouldn't right, have scored. I'm logging off. That's the one that did it. <laughs> like, I'd be Anyways, so excited, man. <laughs> the guy who did the score was uh, discovered in a chat room online. What? And he's done huh. a lot of scores since then. He just recently did uh, Scary Stories Tell in the Dark, I believe. Oh, nice. Really? Yep. Wow. And I had, Man, that's good. I had a few other ones, but uh, Manny said them earlier about the Wes Craven and uh, uh, the other one he said. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. <laughs> I don't know where these I don't know where these facts come from, but the use of caller IDs increase more than threefold after the release of this film. What? <laughs> There's no source, but that's what it says in this little trivia section. I thought that was interesting. Here's the source. Uh, I found it, guys. It has to be true. Oh, uh, another thing is that the working title for it was actually called. Originally, scary movie. They changed what? it. What? Yeah, that's they, funny. That's probably why scary movie was called scary movie then, because it's a parody off that movie, and somebody found that out and was like, "Let's just make it the original title of the movie because it's a parody of that movie." That's pretty well, funny. The original, the original yeah. name was too long. Uh, they changed it whenever they heard the Michael Jackson scream song, and I think Wes Craven <laughs> oh, and his cat is. Um, Crew members didn't want it changed, but then they said later on that it was perfect, perfect change, perfect name. That's awesome. To keep That's Drew so Barrymore, awesome. to keep Drew Barrymore looking scared and crying, director Wes Craven kept telling her real life stories about animal cruelty. She is a keen animal lover in real life. Wow. That's dark. 
<laughs> they also Maybe get, keep uh, that back to yourself next time. <laughs> <laughs> they also sorry, get, uh, sorry, man. It's cool. The guy that voiced uh, Ghostface, Roger Jackson, they kept him away yeah. from the cast and crew, so all the scenes could be authentic, like they're actually scared and shit, not him knowing the voice, and um, not seeing him, and yeah. Okay. Damn. This is probably going to be like more redundant than whatever, but <laughs> I found this, which is everything I just said, but summed up way more small. Originally, t- originally titled Scary Movie, which was later used for a parody of this movie and other pop culture horror films in the Scary Movie film franchise. The term Scary Movie is mentioned five times in this film. Oh. Man. That's pretty oh, funny. They're also having a problem with the MPAA. I forgot what it's called. Motion Picture Academy Association. I don't fucking know. Something like that. Some and, uh, some wankers. Whenever they edited, they kept getting an NC-17 rating. I don't know what that rating stands for, but that's the highest rating. And uh, basically, only 17 year, years old or older can watch this movie. And it's oh, pretty yeah. much like a... A, I guess a porno. NC-17s NC are basically pornos. Yeah, well, they kept getting that rating because of uh, how gruesome the movie was. And they kept mm. telling them they have to change out some scenes. They wanted... What scenes did they want again? They wanted, um, they couldn't have any blood dripping on the floor in the ending scene where, you know, I'm feeling a little woozy here. That's the reason you don't see blood dripping on the floor. Mm. And they Weird. wanted the whole beginning scene taken out whenever he, um, uh, Ghostface slits, oh, what the hell's her name again? Casey Becker's uh, throat. That's how gruesome it was. Yeah. Oh. And even, uh, her boyfriend that got killed in the first kill. Uh, they wanted. Uh, they couldn't have. They couldn't show the death of it. That's the reason they only showed that still of him for like two seconds. Mm. What if I told you the first kill in the entire film wasn't even on screen? Well, yeah, nope. it was the mom, right? Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> 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 But yeah, that's all the, the facts I have that I can remember from it because I didn't write everything down. But um, I guess we'll get to the slogan, create a slogan before we get to the ratings. Uh, their slogan was, someone has taken their love of scary movies one step too far. Solving this mystery is going to be murder. Was that like the whole slogan or two different slogans? No, that was, that was the whole slogan. Oh, man. <laughs> the only thing I came up oh. with is... Uh, I scream, you scream, we all scream for scary movies. <laughs> uh, the only thing I can think of is scream, a scary movie. <laughs> I got one. Virginity, am I right? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh, I got another one. Scream, what's your favorite scary movie? Hey. <laughs> Wes Craven should hire us. Jesus. For all the slogans for all the rest of his movies ever. And <laughs> Wes Craven's uh, he's, he's dead, dead, man. Is he dead? <laughs> yes. Yeah. How dare he? 
Oh, how are you supposed to be in the remake? How is he supposed to do the remake of the Netflix series of Nightmare on Elm Street if he's dead? Well, he's not gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> well, then it doesn't need to be made. I was kidding. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> well, that's on Netflix then. I mean, you're getting really mad at a man who didn't choose to die. <laughs> I'm upset with him. Okay. All right. You're gonna have to calm down before we get. Before the Craven Estate comes after us and we can't put this podcast up. Call I'm just saying, man. I'm craving some Craven. Oh, man. That should be the slogan, actually. Craving some Craven. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. I'll make sure to use that for an Instagram post later on. <laughs> craven for Craven. If you're craving for some Craven, I have a movie for you. Uh, you got a slogan, Nick? Um. Uh, oh damn. Stalker's gonna stalk. I don't know. I know what she is. Cool. Uh. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh shit. Y'all good? Uh, yeah, whatever that noise is coming from. Uh, <laughs> hope you are okay. What's going on there? <laughs> is somebody's Sorry. dog? Cat? Yeah, it's my dog dying over here. It's okay. <laughs> oh, man. Slogan. He, um, he has breathing I'm, problems. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to rip off scare tactics. You're scared you should be. You got scare tactics. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> scared you should be. This is a scary movie. It's a scary movie. All right. Um, you want to get some ratings? My rating. I picked this movie. This is my embodiment of a perfect movie, so I'm giving it a perfect five-star rating. Adding what? Enough, um, enough gore, enough scariness, I guess, whatever, and enough uh, comedy to be a perfect slasher, satire, horror movie. Hmm. I would give it. I'll give it a four. It's it's really high up there. It was enjoyable. It is kind of a classic at this point in time. Um. Yeah, that's all I got to say, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I give it. A, I give it a four. Uh, but I blame uh scary movie for ruining it for me because <laughs> scary movie is the definitive version. That I watched growing up, even though it's it's a spoof, but I mean, it's pretty much play by play when you watch it. Except for the dick, huh? The glory, the glory <laughs> hole scene. Uh, that's the best scene. No, but <laughs> uh, you know what? And and and, and scare movie, they actually show Sydney riding the the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no scary movie. Okay, on to the next. Uh, <laughs> no sex scene. No, it's not for me. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, what's it called? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, a four. Give it a four. Give it a four. Ooh. I give it a four. What did you give it? What did you give it, Nick? Was it a four as well? Yeah, it was a four. Oh damn! This is like a four point seven. No, four point twenty-five. Four. Four and a quarter. Four. Five. five. Nice. 
Is this like the highest rating so far? I have a bonus slogan. Bonus slogan. The one side being the virgin face off. Yay. Okay, I got I got another slogan. Whoever threw that piece of paper, your mom's a hoe. Because Sydney's mom was a hoe. Oh. Dang, what? Mom's hoe? Yeah, well, it was. Sydney's mom was a hoe, wasn't she? That's why Billy was all mad. Ruined his uh, parents' relationship. Yeah. Marriage. We never, talked about, <laughs> we never talked about the principal who was played by uh, Henry Winkler. The dude from Happy Days, uh, Fonz. The Fonz, bro. Yeah. Um, hey. I like the scene, the scene where he's uh has the kids because the kids dressed up as Ghostface. Yeah. And he's um he's like real aggressive talking to him and shit. Yeah. With the scissors and shit, saying that y'all deserve to be gutted. That was a good scene. I thought we should mention it. The only thing that scared me on that scene was the fact that he was waving those scissors, like, super close. Yeah, that made me actually... They, they did it good where they make they made anybody look like a killer. Oh, until okay. they got killed. Yeah, uh, that was what my girlfriend was saying, too. She was like, I thought he was a killer until he got killed. <laughs> like, at one point, I thought Tatum was a killer when I first saw it because uh, she brought up that... Um, it could, a girl could be a killer too, and then, of course, uh, Stu, at the beginning, whenever they're talking in the group, says that, uh, "That's oh, how do you gut someone? How do you gut a deer?" And he brings it up, talks about it. I was like, "Yeah, he's he's a killer." Yeah, it kind of yeah, they kind of made it kind of obvious who the kill- killers were in a sense. Like not obvious because you're right; they did try to make everyone seem like they were a killer. But, like, Billy was given the most vibe. Because I haven't seen this movie in a while. I knew that Stu Matthew was a, was one of the killers. But I didn't remember who the other one was. So I was like, oh, man. I'm thinking it's this guy. And then the more the movie progressed and the more, like, manipulative he was, basically. And the more, like, he acted how he acted. Especially, like, when he, ever, he choked uh, Randy inside the inside the video store, I was like, yeah, this guy's fucking psychotic for sure. Oh, and uh, another fact, Billy Loomis is uh, last name taken from uh, Halloween. Dr. Loomis. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah Dr. Dr. Loomis. Loomis. We didn't bring that up either. Oh, shit. Yes, yes. <laughs> another fact that I want to, before we end the podcast, sort of, another thing I want to go over was like, if you um, inhale and exhale, that's called breathing. <laughs> what? Hey. what? Huh? I thought we were just stating facts. <laughs> it was uh-huh. a fact. You're right. It was a fact. Fact. Yeah. Or opinion. <laughs> but overall, or opinion. this was a great film. Brandon, thank you for, uh, for, um, for choosing this one, man. Uh, well, I think it's about time, huh, Manny? Mm. I don't want to have to do it to them. I don't want to have to do it to them, but I'm going to IMDB right now. I'm just letting y'all know. Those of you got itchy, itchy fingers, twitchy fingers, Twitter fingers. I'm come, finding. For you. I'm, I'm going to look for it. Well, it's taking a while to load. Come on now. 
Come on. Oh, I'm having a hard time finding them on, honestly, because all of them are like seven and up. While you're doing that, I just want to make a correction. The last podcast, uh, Mother of Monsters, I stated that uh, we all agreed on the rating, I think 3.5. Yeah. yeah. I said that was the first time we agreed. Yeah, I was fucking wrong because I think Mayhem, we all agreed it was a 3.5. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. My bad. It's all good, man. Don't let it happen again. Um, I think I think I found one. Okay. Oh god, this one's long too. Oh okay. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's literally on. a one. It's a one. Yeah, a one. There's another one I just found too. No, there, there's no problem. Where did you find it though? I'm like nine out of ten, eight out of ten. I can't, I I scrolled like three pages down. Like I had to load three different times. Eight out of ten. Ten out of ten. Uh, it was a scream. Nine out of I ten. I screamed all right. I can I can read it for you so you can like you know. I mean yeah, if you want feel. to, man, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. Feel free. To you keep you keep looking for it, but it, it, the title was "I Screamed All Right, One Star" by Egg McGolfin. What? Egg McGolfin. I scream because of how bad this movie is. We'll start with Wes Craven. The guy made one good movie his whole career, A Nightmare on Elm Street. And even that could have been twice as good as it is. This is just one more generic crap from the Wes Craven factory. Second, the writer, Kevin Wilson. I don't know what's going on, but my iPad's making sounds that it shouldn't be. Um, Second, the writer, Kevin Wilson. I think that's his name. I'm not going to look it up because I'm not going to look it up either because he doesn't deserve it. Not only did he write this horrible piece of crap, but he also wrote I Know What You Did Last Summer, a.k.a. Prom Night, the remake. The only good thing about that was the possibility for a spoof called I Forgot What You Did Last Summer. But enough of that crap, literally. Let's get back to Scream. The movie started with a carbon copy of an open of When a Stranger Calls, which is 50 times scarier than anything Wilson and Craven did put together. Then we get into the actual movie, which is a constant reference to other horror films. My main gripe with this movie is not the writing or directing, but the characters. All of them. They literally have no reason to care. We literally have no reason to care for any of them. Rose McGrown? 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 We're gone. Is nice to look at, but as far as it go, but that's about as far as it goes. But the worst is actually killer is the actual killer himself. I know they were trying to break the invisible horror film killer cliche intentionally, but they went way too far. This guy falls over at the drop of a hat. Instead of being totally indestructible, he's just playing clumsy. And why on earth was he dressed up like a in his disguise while at the grocery store in broad daylight? While at the grocery, yeah. And when the identity of the killer is finally revealed, it's really no shock considering he did absolutely nothing for the whole film. Not the only mention. Am I in the wrong one? Are we watching horror? The scream? Did he watch scary movie? Anyway. Not to mention that he had no motive except for a little soap opera bullcrap that we're supposed to believe. 
it doesn't come as any type of shock at all. Is this the horror movie or comedy? It tries to be both, but never really far enough for either direction. It would end up being neither funny nor frightening. Wilson and Craven think that reference that referring referencing great horror movies means that they are great too. All that did was remind us how awesome movies like Halloween is and how pathetic this trap tripe is. But worse comes out uh, the worst comes out of this movie actually is its influence of other horror movies to come. The fresh teen cast, all featured on the cover art of the same exact fashion as this movie. If you ever if you're ever at the movie store and see a box cover that mimics that of Scream's cover, just walk away. Because honestly, what Scream what Scream influence movie was even half decent? None. Scream is anti-horror. It's everything that horror movies should not be. Fresh teen cast, bright cinematic photography. Uh, I can't say words. Clumsy, harmless killer, fast cut editing, bantle di directing, forgettable action scene score, reference to other horror movies, too much comedy, unbelievable sequences, Characters that have no reason to care for at all. And to top it all off, it spawned countless imitators that were even worse. Do yourself a favor. Don't watch this. Watch something great instead. Something like Rosemary's Baby. The end. The end. They, they didn't okay. say the end. I just, I just said the end. Dr. Egg. <laughs> What's his name? Egg McStuff myself? McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> Egg McGoffin. Egg McGoffin. Okay. Uh, first, uh, just first of all, I just want to say thank you for writing the longest essay you've probably written in your entire life. If you had put this much <laughs> effort into your life in general, you'd probably be in a much better place. But you're upset over a movie that you didn't write or star in. First of all, Scream is not a horror film, you idiot. It's a thriller and slasher flick. Okay? Thriller and slasher is not horror. It's a different genre. Another thing. Why was this uh, killer so clumsy? Because they weren't the only kill they had before this, before before the original, before before Casey Becker was the mother. That was it. Only one kill under their belt. Talk to serial killers. The first few times it's messy, then they get better. Okay, so I don't expect Matthew Lillard and stuff to be super dope at what they're doing. And then you have to go and mention, oh, well, Rose McGowan was fun to look at. That means you're single and you probably beat your meat to this film. That's what it means. It means that you need something to look at when you watch a film because you feel empty and lonely inside. And I can tell you feel empty and lonely because you took your sweet ass time writing us a whole play on why you think this movie is trash. And not to mention this, but not only is your thing long, you're at the bottom of the damn list of reviews, meaning that we have to search. So, so nobody else is reading your review. You basically spent all that time writing this whack-ass review about how craving this and craving that and Rosemary's Baby is a better film and if you see this with a bus, like, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. And I have to tell you to shut up because obviously you can't. And I'm not going to start a war with you on Facebook because from the looks of it, you like to write. I don't like to write, especially on a keyboard. I suck at it. Okay, so I'm not gonna go toe to toe with the with with, with the keyboard warrior. Okay, I'm not gonna do that. 
you seem like the type of guy who hates wearing a face mask in the store during this pandemic because it makes you upset and it reminds you of masks in general. You seem like the dude who gets pissed off every time somebody brings up Screamer. You see somebody in the costume every Halloween. You seem very sad. And the sad thing is if there's a plot twist and you're a female, that's even more sad. And I hope there's an amount of cats that fills that void in your life, okay? I really do. Okay, so, egg, whatever the hell your last name is, you can take your head and shove it so far up your ass, okay? Because you suck. That whole review was terrible. You sound upset, honey. Is something going on at home? Are things not right? Are you, is your lover not giving you attention? Is your hand not enough? I don't know what to tell you anymore at this point. You're mad, and you're getting mad in an empty void because your review is so far down the damn list. It's overshadowed by great reviews. Nobody's going to read it if we didn't. So here is your less than five minutes of limelight or, or spotlight that I just gave to you when, when I shouldn't have. I was just exhausted listening to Mr. Fuentes reading that because that was so damn long. It was like, or, you probably like those movies that run on. That should have ended like an hour previously, but they go on for like two and a half hours when they really didn't need to. That's what you're into. And I can tell because the way you wrote this damn thing, every time it felt like you were going to come to a close, you continued going. Mr. Fuentes had to stop and take a damn breath because of how long this thing was. I did. So before you go to bed tonight, I hope you listen to this podcast and you realize that you are a piece of shit. Okay. And you're on my fight list, but you're just going to be under the name Egg. That's all it is. I'm not even gonna write it down. You don't. You don't deserve that time. I don't even catch a hand cramp writing your long ass name. Okay. I don't need to do that. But that's it. You know, you're on my fight list. They, I, I hate you. They wrote this review in 2005, which means 15 years later they probably still haven't succeeded at anything in life. Yeah, they haven't. They probably never made top comment. You know. I was looking through this uh, this user because apparently you can click on this user and go see what other things they reviewed. Uh-huh. They re- they reviewed The Exorcist. I still can't believe this film ever got made. <sighs> and also, thirty nine out of eighty six users found this review helpful. <laughs> 39 people found this helpful. I don't know. All I'm saying is egg plus 39 people that agreed probably should be on your fight list. (laughs) That's it. That's just like, that's how how you need to name it, Franco, when you re-update the list. It's going to be egg plus 39 people that agreed with egg. Are all Manny's fight list now. That's like how his name's Egg McDolphin, and it sounds like he's trying to s- sound similar to um, what's your name, McGowan? Mm. But we say his sound, uh, looks hot. Yeah, and then you know, there's something. I, I'm not okay. I'm not gonna say she's not attractive, but they didn't even mention Courtney Cox. Now I'm upset. <sighs> all right. Franco, you need to put a little like a little star next to it, and put on the bottom any anyone that has a star within it. Mr. Fuentes is jumping in on the fight. Like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm fighting her too. Him or her, whatever it is. I'm fighting Egg. I'm fighting Egg. 
and all 39 people. Egg McMuffin. Yeah. Damn Egg McMuffin over here. How dare you diss my boy Wes Craven? He didn't even get uh, Kevin Williamson's name right. Like, what the fuck? What a dick. Sure, he wrote it. I know what you did last summer, but I mean, he wrote the other uh, screams as well. And even that could have been twice as good as it is. Talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. <sighs> I'm fighting this person. I'm sorry. Sorry, Manny. I'm, I'm taking most of the hits to this person to the face. <laughs> Are you there, Manny? Oh, did Manny die? <laughs> He's overwhelmed. <laughs> He's overwhelmed by the stupidity. Hey, Manny. I understand. I understand. He just wore a fight 30. I would be white. He's connected still. Well. Did Ghostface get well. you? Yo, PH, are you balanced? <laughs> are you balanced? Huh. I guess maybe he <laughs> isn't on still. That's crazy. What the hell? Oh, okay. He just sent messages here. Well, anyways, sure. y'all want to start closing it out? All right. Uh, this has been our review for Scream. Huh. I guess something came up with Manny. This is our review for Scream. Thanks for uh, listening. You can follow us on all our social medias. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Slasher, YouTube, at Friday the 14th Podcast. Uh, if you are on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating if you like what you're hearing and want to keep hearing more. If um, you're on Spotify, make sure to subscribe. And um, you can follow me at Instagram at IamFranco07. And I am Mr. Fuentes, and I approve of the ass-kicking that Egg McGoffin is about to have whenever I find this person with Manny. Uh, sorry, I just had to mention it one more time. That really, I think reading it pissed me off more than actually what they said. <laughs> it was just so damn long. Why, like, Jesus, like write a fucking novel about something you hate. Jesus. Uh, anyway, you can find me on Mr. Fuentes361 on uh, most social media uh, things. I'm also on Spotify. I make music. If y'all didn't know, I'm a rapper. Um and I'll be on Spotify, Apple Music, and any other thing you listen to. Uh, probably anything you also find this podcast on Friday the 14th. So if you're already listening to on something, I'm probably on there too. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Uh, am I going to have to pretend to be Manny? Yo, thank y'all for listening. This was Manny Fresh. Keep the pH in there because we keep that shit balanced. I appreciate all of y'all. Thanks, man. I did. I was did throwing hands hands and everything. <laughs> okay. Many fresh. Oh yeah. You can follow him on um, Particle One. Manny. On oh, was it Twitter? Yeah, Particle One. On uh, Instagram and Twitter. And uh, oh, yeah, Nick, you can follow me on. both on Instagram and Twitter at Nick H twenty three thirteen. Uh, is that it? All right. And what's <laughs> the what's the next one we're gonna be uh, reviewing? You paused it.
it's oh, pick, so it's my you... pick. So this is one of my favorite horror films ever, and it's not because it's actually great or anything. It's just been one of my favorites uh, because it's iconic. The idea of it was so iconic, uh, but we'll get into that once we all review Freddy versus Jason, which is the pick for the next podcast. Which we catch in two weeks' time. But uh, again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch y'all guys. All right. Peace. Game over. Being dead wasn't a problem, but being forgotten. Now that's a bitch. Surprise, Sydney. I can't come back if nobody remembers me.